Hello to you and welcome to Mastering Success, hosted by yours truly, Brett D. Scott. Mastering Success is a platform for successful individuals to share their journey, inspire, and give hope to us all. Speaking about hope, if you're interested in reading my triple best-selling book, I Fly, a collaborative anthology of 20 authors sharing their stories of triumph through some very trying adversity, you'll find the link on this page or check Amazon to order. Without further ado, let us turn on the mic, turn up the speakers and listen to this next episode with anticipated excitement. Pete. There we go. Now, Koshback, Kotzbach. Kotzbach, yeah. Kotzbach, Kotzbach. Okay, and it probably sounds worse in my Australian accent. <laughs> Pete, I've, um, I've heard much worse. <laughs> Okay. Well, your show is The Travel Wins and it's a podcast and we know each other from enjoying each other's shares via Instagram. It's definitely my favourite platform. And, uh, you know, you've had some incredible guests on your show and you just said to me a moment before we came on that this is uh, a little different being on the other end uh, where you're actually answering the questions versus asking and I'm sure it's going to be enjoyable. We have got people tuning in already live. We've got Devin and Wendy. And uh, and I'm sure it's going to be a fun experience. Uh, it will be for me. Hopefully it will be for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure everyone watching will have a great time. And obviously this will be a podcast as well. Sure. So, Pete, um, your background, uh, let me see if I get this right, travelling salesman. Yep. Yep. And uh, had a friend who was doing podcasting in 2017, I think from memory, yeah. memory serves me right, and said, hey, why don't you do a podcast? And you initially thought, okay, <laughs> should I? Maybe. <laughs> um, and then it took you another year or so to sort of get the ball moving. Yeah. And since then, you know, you've had an incredible, incredible rise to success. In fact, you won the Communicator Podcast Host Award, uh, the yeah. best podcast for the year which is incredible, um, and I'm sure you're shocked. You shouldn't be, but pretty, sure you were. <laughs> I'm amazed, yeah. No, that's brilliant. And, um, you know, and that's that's for the work that you put in, right? And, and if, you, if you hadn't have done it, well, you wouldn't have got it. But, you know, <laughs> you did a great job and you've got some great people that I've seen on your platform, on your website, which I'll share the link in the, um, I was going to say in the group, I'll share in the, sh- in the chat a little bit later the link to your website. People, no and worries. I think you already have so people can check it out and check out the different episodes. Um, you've had some pretty high-profile people, uh, especially if you like wrestling. I like yeah. wrestling. A couple of really uh, incredible wrestlers, including Mickey James, who's now retired. And uh, she, just, she, just came, she just came back. She just came back? Oh, Not okay. to the WWE, but she came back through uh, NWA. Okay, which is oh, yeah. the, same, yeah. um, the same one that her partner's in. Is that right? That her husband, yeah. Her husband, sorry, her husband. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, and obviously not just wrestling. There's, uh, you've, and I, I love how you've got it set up on your site where you've got athletes, entrepreneurs, or business people, yeah. uh, entertainers, and musicians. Is that right? I think you've got all yeah. four, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's good. You know, you've had a range of different types of people sharing their journeys, uh, especially because they travel. And yeah. so that's the theme of what it is that you deliver. And so, what I'd love you to share in Mastering Success, Pete, is, okay. you know, that journey, and it doesn't necessarily just have to be the podcasting. It could be 
things that happened leading up to the point of where you made the decision to do that. So where did it all start for you, this journey towards mastering success for you? Wow. Um, well, it started with my dad. I mean, that, that's, where, that's the baseline. That's where it started was, was my dad. Um, he, he was a sales rep as well, salesman, most of his life. And, and he, he took management roles uh, as he furthered on. And so, so have I, and I'm back just being a great sales rep, just love being an outside sales rep. And so that was my day job. And, but, you know, for me, Brett, I don't, I don't know about you, but like I get into my, my late forties, early fifties, and you start thinking to yourself, what, what have, what have I left behind? I have two great daughters, you know, and, and all that. And you sit there and you go, if, if I were to leave today, my day job would just hire another sales rep. And next week to be, like, yeah, that Pete guy, he was a good guy. But that's, anyways, you know, it would just be what's next. So you kind of start thinking legacy. What am I leaving behind? Uh, how, how can I reach more people? And that's really where the podcast started. And I, I didn't listen to a lot of podcasts at all. And then I had a, a friend who was a Gary Vaynerchuk friend. Uh, we were friends by, by watching him. And I started following him. He followed me. He started a podcast. And I listened to it. It was my first time listening to a podcast. And I was like, this is pretty cool. Like, I'm listening to a guy in England right now talking. And I'm, I can interact and chat with him and all that. And I just, I, he, he was trying to do it on, on um, Scott. He was trying to do a podcast on bettering yourself. But he kept going back to MMA and mixed martial arts. And I'm like, so I, I, I DM'd him afterwards. I said, man, I go, hey, it was a great, it was fun listening to you. You might want to consider doing an MMA podcast. Because like, like he lit up when he did it. He's, oh my God, I've been thinking about that forever. I didn't, I didn't know if I could. He has now gone on. He's got his own podcast. He's done video inter uh, uh, podcast interviews with UFC fighters, a lot of fighters over in England. He's been uh, given ringside passes as press to, to go watch fights for free now. Uh -huh. um, and, and it's just crazy. It's like, you know, and, and he's a warehouse worker in London, outside of London. Do you know, it, it, it reminds me in, in the work that I do is helping people to figure out like you just said, what lights them up? What, what, yeah. what would they really enjoy doing? You know, and I love that you shared, you know, because that's specifically, and you didn't know this, but it's specifically the type of work I do is with people who get to an older age, like me, <laughs> see with the white whiskers. <laughs> like um, us, yeah. Yeah, uh, who, who think, you know, is this all there is? Or, you know, should I just be grateful with what I've got? And, yeah. uh, and the answer to that is no. <laughs> No, you should know. <laughs> if you're thinking, you know, is this all there is? No, there's, it's not. And I love that you shared that. And you are you are leaving a legacy now, absolutely. And I'm sure there's so much more to come well, from and, it. And so I, he, he's like, well, because I, I have a, 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 a Brazilian jiu-jitsu background. And he's like, oh, you should start a podcast with UFC and all that. Because I knew some of the fighters already. Because it, it's a kind of a weird world. My, my first instructor was Hoist Gracie, who won the first, third, and fourth UFC. And so just by training there, I became a sales rep for a mixed martial arts clothing company. Uh, so I was going out to gyms and, and sponsoring fighters at Strike Force and different events. And he's like, oh, you should do that. And I'm like, I, I just, for me, I didn't want to, it, it's a, a fan thing. And I didn't want to ruin it by making it a job thing. And uh, I can equate that to golf. Like I got pretty good at golf for a while and people are like, oh, you should you know, take it more seriously. I'm like, because yeah, then it, would, it wouldn't be fun if I had to do it seven days a week. And so I, I really thought about what would I want to talk about on a podcast long-term, like not just for, you know, a few episodes and then quit. 
And that's, I, I started thinking, man, a lot of the people I know all travel because I meet them on the road or, you know, we have something in common. So we're always traveling together. And I said, you know, that I, I really sat back and went, man, if I could reach out to business people. It, it, it pertains to entertainers. So like singers, musicians, actors, you know, background people, touring managers, and then even to athletes who all, almost all travel. So I didn't, I had no idea it would, it would get to where it's at now, but I mean, it, it's, it, I, I, I tell people that I don't know that well, that I've been lucky, but as you know, it's like you get luck by putting in the effort. So exactly I'm lucky right. because yeah. I, I've taken, I've taken a lot of no's and, and most of my no's are uh, come in the form of no reply. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know I, I definitely know that one. Um, I, yeah. you know, and I'm still hitting out at some of the, and not just for the podcast, but for other reasons, sure. hitting out to some of the bigger people. And, uh, and I know one day something's going to pay off, but that's, you know, you just made a really good point is that, you know, sometimes we, we go through life and we think, oh, that, you know, that person's lucky. Yeah. They're lucky because, as you said, they put in the work. They, you know, they accepted that there's going to be a bunch of no's or there's going to be a bunch of no answers uh, or a bunch of closed doors. And, and that's absolutely fine because at some point, you know, as you start to grow, you know, I think that's the point, right? We grow into the person yeah. that's ready to achieve or receive. Like your award you just received through the, you know, for the pod, the host of the podcast award. Yeah. Um, you know, you should be really proud of that. And it's it's not by luck. You know, you, you earned it. You earned it. So it's amazing. Yeah. I got a question for you just to um, lead in yeah. and we come back to you, but I'd love to know what's yeah. who has been, and I won't tell anyone, actually, we're doing this live, aren't we? Everybody. <laughs> so I won't tell anyone. Who, who's been your favorite person to interview? Ooh. Or maybe top three. Top three. Uh, Steve Stevens. Yep. Uh, who's a guitarist for Billy Idol. Yep. Um, I, I, I still... And like, like I've communicated with him several times since, and like we still chat to DM, and he actually helped write my intro song. Wow! I mean, so it was just mind blowing that that um, Smush Parker from the Lakers. Yep. He was he was like my twelfth guest, and like I was hitting up all my friends and like, hey, would you do my show and this and that? And then Smush Parker, who played for the, he was a point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers during Kobe. Yeah. He played on like eight different NBA teams. I literally, I literally said he liked a post, and I'm like, "Is this really Smush Parker?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's really me." And I went, "Would you ever be a guest on my show?" And he's like, <laughs> "Like, g- give me a few weeks, and you know, I'll have something to, you know, because he was doing a clinic out here in LA." I said, "Well, it'd be perfect. I'll, I'll push that." And and uh, and he said, "Yeah," and I was just like, "Oh my god, I have a." A professional basketball player saying, yeah, you know, somebody that I know that I watched, you know. Yeah. Um, God, who else? There's been, oh, there's been some really good ones. Um, Tawny Katane. Um, I, I don't know if you know who Tawny is. No, I know. I don't um, So she was um, uh, a model and uh, one of the very first video vixens back in the late 80s with White Snake. Oh, so if you ever yep. watched uh, The Girl Dancing on the Jaguars. Yep. And so that's Tawny Katane. And, mm-hmm. uh, she, she, I, I reached out to her early part of this year. She said no, which is cool. I mean, usually I don't get anything. So she said, no, that's, you know, I really appreciate it, but I'm just doing so many. I don't want to do, I don't want to do too many. I go, ah, that's great. 
So I didn't, I didn't get mad. I didn't get angry. I didn't get mad. You know, I still followed her, started commenting on some of her posts. She actually started following me on Instagram. And then she started replying back on, on my posts. Still hasn't said yes to being on my show. Now we're just being friends. Yep. Very, very weird. It's kind of surreal. And I mean, she was on a lot of TV shows. She was in movies and all, and all that too. So, um, and she was gorgeous. So in April, uh, she said she'll do the show. I was like, cool. And she's, she's sending me DMs saying, Hey, you know, it's so great that we're finally, you know, hooking up and being friends. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. And, uh, her dad passes away oh. the week we were supposed to do the show. Wow. And I reached out to her and said, Hey, don't sweat it. Don't worry about it. You know, take, take the time. She goes, yeah, give me about a week or so. And I'll, I'll start doing some things again. I said, whenever. We set it up for uh, the following Friday. She calls me up and says, hey, can we do it on Thursday? Because I want to take a three-day weekend. You know, because she, uh, she was actually going to be um, getting some things for her, her parent dad's funeral. Yeah. Anyways, so we do the, the, the thing. And, and it was supposed to be a 30. She said she had 30 to 40 minutes, which is usual. We ended up talking for an hour and 45 minutes. And she wants to do it on video. But almost all of my shows up to that point were audio only. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, is there a way we can do it video? Because I really, I like the, the video interaction better. I was like, yeah. done. You know, I'll, yeah. so I'll set it up. I'll figure it out. And uh, so we did it and on, on that Thursday. And um, I'm about three to four weeks in the can usually. Like how many I, I have. And uh, she passed away. Be, oh before be, before I aired the episode. And uh, she, she passed away the weekend, a week before I was going to air the episode. Un obviously, unexpectedly. She was 59. And uh, I still don't know why she passed away. Um, I have no no comment. I have no clue. Yeah. But, um, man, it was like, it was kind of surreal. Like, I had to edit that that episode knowing she died. Like wow. I was editing it that weekend. She died on a Friday, two weeks after our interview. And I had to edit that, that episode that weekend. So in my head, I'm like, this is somebody I know. And like, she was sending me uh, text messages after, yeah. after our episode. Hey, that was great. I really enjoyed it. You were so much fun. I can't wait. Let me know. I'll put it on my social when, when it comes out and all. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. You know, like we're actually becoming friendly. Yeah. And then, uh, so she passed away and, uh, I put the episode out. I had some people saying, oh, you should do it now, you know, to get the, get it while the buzz is hot and all that. And, uh, I didn't, I didn't want to do anything differently. So I put it, it it's my second most watched episode it has like over 6,000 views on YouTube. Um, you know, just timing wise, but that, 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 it was kind of surreal to, to, to meet somebody because of the podcast a famous person in my in my world, yeah, and then like actually become friends with them, and then have her pass away. So it was like, oh, uh, it 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 would have been. I know that feeling of being very torn when yeah. someone passes away when when something's happening. But my best mate passed away right when my son was literally being born. Uh, I got the phone call as I was driving to the hospital. So, oh, you know, I know what it feels like to have that surreal, something really positive, and then there's something really negative that's going on with that particular person. So, yeah, yeah it's 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 tough. Um, so what what 
was it for you, like before you got into the podcasting, before we got yeah. to this stage, what was it for you, like, you know, maybe in your your travelling salesman role, sales rep, what was it for you, like what were the, the highlights for you? What was the most enjoyable part? Uh, well, e- easily. So the reason my show is called The Travel Wins is a- as a sales rep, you know, in, I, I, so my territory is California and Hawaii. So, I mean, I can go, I I don't know kilometers, but uh, six hours, about seven hours north and about three and a half hours south and about two and a half hours east of me. And I have that, that's my territory. Yeah. So a lot of drive time. Yeah. And I used a hundred percent commission. So if I, if I do all the driving, the hotel, the food and all that, and don't sell anything, I'm out that money. Wow. And I had some, I had some bad trips to Hawaii where the buyer's, you know, you fly six hours to Hawaii, yeah, and the buyer buyer calls in sick. Oh my god! You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> how sick are you? Because I just flew six hours to come see you. But um, so I I started the travel wins because that was one of the hardest things. I don't know about you, but that was one of the hardest things for me was was coming up with the title for my show because I wanted to incorporate this, but I don't want to be that and this and that. You, you kind of overthink it. But anyways, I started wanting to come when I, when I made business trips. I started finding a museum to go to or a different route, a different road. So I would have a win built in. And it also kept my mind off. I need to make sales today. I need, you know, because I would sit there, I'd be driving. So I'd be, okay, I need to make $10,000 in sales. I got some commission at $700. And I got, the, I got $150 a night from hotel. And then I got food. I was doing all, you know, always, con, you know. So when I would get there to the appointment, I'd be like st- kind of stressed. Like, yeah. I need, I, sorry, I really need to, to, I need to sell. And I know, I knew exactly to the dollar how much I needed. And so I kind of built in that, started taking my camera with me. And so I would stop and take a photo of a, of a turkey or a falcon or an eagle or a wave or, a mountain, just so I would go, hey, I didn't have a good sales day, but I got this win over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I always try to build it, you know, and I ask a lot of my guests what their win is, like, you know, whether you're a musician, obviously athletes, you know, it's a little different, kind of cut and dry, you know, but but I've talked to a few of them where they kind of got what I was saying. Like, don't make it just about that net result. Try to come up with something else to keep your mind. So the podcast... Now I think about the podcast a lot when I'm driving, you know? So I'm thinking, well, who should I got to get them? I got to, maybe I'll work on that editing. I got, maybe I'll get a new camera, you know, maybe I get new lighting, you know? So, but, so my head's thinking about other things other than just, oh my God, I got to make sales. Like, oh my God, I got to make sales. And that stress of it. It's such so that's a good, where, that's where the show came. Yeah, no, I love it. And yeah, it is difficult <laughs> coming up with a name. Thankfully, my new one is um, aligned to my business name or, you know, which is, yeah which is three times upgraded as well. But but that's the thing, right? If we if we can focus on something that takes our, like you said, the stress away or the anxiety or the fear away yeah. that you can put your focus on, then when you get there, you're not, you know, you're not, you haven't built up all these, all these things that probably won't transpire, or maybe they yeah. will because you've thought about them too much and you'll bring it into your reality. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's a great thing. And um you know, and obviously doing the podcast wasn't to do that, but no. I think it's a great win, you know, because you are, you, I'm sure you're thinking about, okay, well, I've had these great guests on and who else can I get on that, um, yeah. not, you know, not just for your own notoriety with the show, but 
who's actually going to entertain my audience? Because that's the thing, right? Uh, yes and no. I, no? I, I, I've been kind of careful with that because, you know, you, you start, I don't want to get into the numbers, right? Like, oh, well, how many followers do you have? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't ever want to do that. I don't want to be, ever be that way because I was, you know, I, I was treated that way when I started. Yeah, I, I won't say his name. And he did the show. He's super cool. We've talked a few times since. But the first thing he said to me is, well, how many followers do you have? And at the time, I think I had 2,800, 3,000 followers. Yep. You know? and, and, and I'd done six shows, seven shows. And I'm asking this guy that I saw on TV like to be on my show. And, uh, but maybe you'll appreciate this too, Brett. A lot of my guests have come from me either watching TV and I go, you know what? I'm going to ask that guy to be on my show. Let me look him up. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, we were in, one of my other favorite ones was Maxi Priest. He's a reggae singer from Jamaica. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I started listening to him in the late 80s, 87, 88, 89. And I listened to a lot of reggae at the time. A lot of reggae. And he was one of my favorite. We were, my wife and I were at a grocery store here. And close to you came on over the, speak, over his, over the, uh, the speaker system. And I'm like, oh man, it's Maxi Priest, man. I wonder what he's doing now. So I looked him up on Instagram, sent him a message. He he was up for another Grammy, so he was doing press at the time. So it was just timing. Yeah. A lot of it's just timing. Yeah. So he goes, hey, talk to my manager. I want to do it. Get talk to my manager. Here's her 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 phone number. And her, he was in Jamaica at the time. And you know, but my he goes, my my manager's in the states. Set it up with her, and we'll get it going. And he actually canceled. He had he had technical difficulties the first time. I thought he was blowing me off. <laughs> and because um, we were like, I'm, we're like doing this. And uh, she's calling me saying he can't get his camera to work. And I'm like, all right, you know, well, that that almost worked, you know. So I was kind of <laughs> bummed. I was bummed, right? And because it was going to be another video call. And and all because I heard his song on, on a speaker that now, now at the end of the thing, he's like, hey, Pete, uh, are we recording? I go, no, no, we're not recording. He goes, here's my cell number. Call me. Uh, I'll get me you know, send it to me on WhatsApp. And then when I come in the States, you know, let's make sure we hook up and all that. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. That was just awesome. I mean, that's just cool. It, it's such a it's such a great way to connect with people. Yeah. As in connect with people that previously you wouldn't have you wouldn't have had access to. And you wouldn't have even thought, you know, to actually the business you know, people wow, I've I, talked to. Yeah. Um you know, and it's it's a similar thing in like in the thought leader space world that I that I work in. Having a podcast definitely helps. When I yeah. want to pick someone's brain, you know, it's like, oh, would you like to come on my show? <laughs> and I can not only do I learn something, but I can share it with the with the audience as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I love I love having um, diversity as well on my show. And like you, yeah, it's not about numbers for me. It's just about the enjoyment that I get out of it. And and I usually will choose someone not based on you know, how, how famous they are. It's more about whether they're going to be able to offer some interesting tidbits to yeah. the people that, you know, enjoy watching or listening. Cause I, uh, I've interviewed a couple of people that it was the first time they'd ever been interviewed several. Wow. I mean, like a dozen Yep. and uh, models and musicians and, you know, but they're not, they weren't the lead singers. They were, you know, a keyboardist. Uh, the other guy was a bass player, you know? And so they'd never li literally in, I don't know if you ever, like, I'm now getting used to hearing my own voice played back to me. Yep. But the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, my God, whose voice is that? I'm like, oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've had some of my friends that I've interviewed, they're like, oh, dude, he goes, you sound just like you, but I sound weird. I go, dude, that's what I say about you. 
Uh, like I, I, you know, because you're not, they're not used to it. And I, I think that's, that's pretty cool. You know, and, and some of the uh, up and coming singers, musicians I've interviewed, it's their first interview, like their first, what they consider a major interview. I'm, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. It is. So. Yeah, it has, it has so many rewards. And in fact, a, lo- a lot of the people that I, that I coach and mentor, eventually um, some of them get into podcasting, you know, to be sure. in their relative space. And it's such a beautiful, like it's such a beautiful, um, such a beautiful way of connecting with people and, and sharing the information that's not just your own as well. I mean, you can do that, but you can obviously have, like I, I more enjoy having people on the show rather than just yeah. hearing my own voice going over and over. I'm the same way. I love. Yeah. So I love that. I love the I love the thought about actually having some wins, you know, especially yeah. it's stressful, you know, when you have to make the sale. Yeah. I've been in that, been in that situation many a time. <laughs> have to make this, have to make this happen. And I certainly wasn't, yeah. you know, of understanding the, the type of work that I do now, which is the law of attraction or, or getting into the vibration of what it is that you actually see, want. See, I totally agree with that. You know, it, for one, I'll tell you two things. The power of LinkedIn is strong. So three years ago, I, I, when I first started the podcast, I probably like, I was probably like four or five episodes in. And my boss at my day job knew that I, that I was doing this podcast. And, but I was like, okay, I got to put it on LinkedIn that I have this podcast. And when you do that, it says you have a new job. Yeah. Literally that night, I'm like, all right. So, so what I put in my description was, while still working my, at my day job, I decided to start this podcast and be the host of a podcast interview show, blah, 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 blah. But I made sure it was really clear, right? Well, about four people, five people, common contacts with my boss, the president, and, and, and myself, saw, got the notification that Pete had got a new job. And so literally the next day, the president of the company calls me and goes, hey, um, what's up? I go, I don't know, what's up? <laughs> he's like, he's like, you still work for me? And I go, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and he's like, I've gotten phone calls today from people that said you, you got a new job. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it, it wasn't registering to me. Yeah. And I go, oh, dude, that had to be from LinkedIn. Because I put up that, I'm doing that podcast show. And he goes, yeah, when are you going to put me on that show? I haven't put him on yet. So. Well, you better do it soon. <laughs> yeah. but, oh. but, but, you know, so that's the power of LinkedIn. I was like, oh my gosh. Like literally within 12 hours, the president of the company is calling me seeing, because he had heard back. So that's you know, the power of social media, good and bad, right? But It uh, is. It is. And it can be. And it, and it can be dividing, right? Like, um. You know, in the current climate, with uh, more so here than where you are. You know, with uh, with our lockdowns in different cities. Yeah, you're a little stricter, but yeah. Yeah, we're it's we, it's we, yeah. we have our own, but yeah. Yeah, but while I'm mentioning that, is uh, it's very dividing. As in, you know, yeah. Sometimes, you know, not so much me, but I know some people are really cautious and careful what they say. Because you can you can lose a whole lot of people who don't who don't agree you know let's call one way or the other yeah we won't we won't say the wording um, just in case Facebook picks it up and thinks that I'm talking about it um, but but that's the point with uh, with anything not just that but with anything that we're putting out you know it it can yep. have like you said a very quick reaction you know some people will pick up on it very quickly and share or speak or contact you directly so. Yeah. 
So question to you, Pete, um, yes, sir. is what was it for you in regards to like where you're heading with this podcast? What is it for you? Like, yeah. is there a big picture that you're working towards or is it, uh, is it just to keep going with the status quo? What, what is it for now, you? Now, now you sound like my wife. my god what's going on with this you got a a microphone you got a mixing board what's going on (laughs) it must be uh it must be a good compliment then if uh if you say i'm I'm like your wife yeah exactly well (laughs) she's she's you know i i just started it the podcast thinking i'm just going to talk to a few people you know i literally had no no concept or clue. I had never recorded my own voice. I'd never recorded anything. I'd never done a Zoom. I, you know, I mean, I'd never done any of that. I'd never edited audio. I had no experience, zero experience. And I got the the mentality. Uh, you, you, you have children, right? Yeah, go one. Okay. One little boy. So imagine telling your boy the whole time you're growing up that that you can accomplish anything you want, son, and and get it done. And he goes out and does it. And then you look back at yourself going, the hell's my excuse? <laughs> so my daughter, my youngest daughter, she, my, I have two daughters, 26 and 27. And uh, the 26-year-old got lucky. Um, her first job uh, right out of high school was working for a celebrity here in Los Angeles. <coughs> um, Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. So, wow. And uh, so as an intern, she was in college, and it was her favorite band. Like, so it's it's literally the, the summer between her, her graduating high school and going into college. And she, want, she wanted, she got into screenwriting. And so she goes, she goes, hey, you know, uh, 30 Seconds to Mars is hiring an intern. Should I apply? And I'm like, Yeah. Like worst case scenario, you get to say you applied, right? I mean, that's worst yeah. case. She applies, they want to interview her. And she goes, Should I go? And I'm like, Yeah. I go, you're probably not gonna meet Jared, but I mean you get to go, you know, be around those people. She goes and gets does the interview, gets the job. She goes, it's her first job in her entire life. She never had a job. She did sports in in school. So I was like, look, you don't need to work, you know, if you're gonna stay in sports. You don't need to get a job, but if you don't do sports, get a job. So she, she goes to work for him, and uh, she did a year. Uh, the last part of her job was uh, uh, going on tour with when they opened up for Lincoln Park. Oh, wow. And so she got to go on the tour bus and do all that stuff. And then, I, of course, I got, I got good seats when they came in town. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, so literally, still the best concert I ever went to was Lincoln Park, being in the front row. So Far out. Um, so she worked there for a year. She goes, she did some other uh, internships and all that. And then she calls me one day. I'm at work in Las Vegas. And, she, and I told her, I go, don't call me. I'm working. You know, like I'm managing people and this and that. I go, unless it's an emergency. She calls me. She's six months from graduating college. Right. So I'm like, she calls and I'm like, oh, sh- dad thing, you know. Car accident, DUI, pregnant, quitting school, <laughs> getting married, you know, moving to Australia, whatever. <coughs> Worst case scenario. I call her up. I, I pick up the phone. And I go, what's up? She goes, I got a job today. And I go, yeah, that's great. Uh, I'm at my job. 
So we need to speed this up a little bit. And I go, I go, what's up? I go, well, what, what are you going to be doing? She goes, uh, being a personal assistant again, kind of like what you did with Jared. And I go, I go, for who? She goes, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and I go, excuse me? Oh, my God. Like, how, how, how does that happen? She goes, Jenner Communications put out that they were looking for an assistant. I applied. They interviewed me. I got the job. I go, where's the interview at? She goes, at Kim's house. I go, all right. I go, were they nice? Because she didn't meet Kim. Yeah. And, uh, and she goes, yeah, everyone was cool and all that. So she, I'm one of the, the few people that actually made money off the Kardashians because I didn't have to pay for an extra, her, an extra class her senior year of college because she got the, the, the credit for working at Kim's house for wow. two days a week. Yeah. And I, I can't even tell you most of the stories. There, there are some good stories. Yeah. Super nice people. She said Kanye was nice to her. She said everybody there was super nice to her. She graduates college. She can't be an intern anymore. It, and, and I don't know how it is in, in Australia, but you can't you can't be a free paid unpaid intern if you if you're not in college. Yeah. She she gets a call like two weeks after graduating from Kim's the the, the president of Kim's company, and says, uh, "Hey, are you still looking for a paid job?" She goes, "Yeah." She goes, "Chloe's looking for a full time assistant. Would you like to interview for it?" Oh yeah. She ends up working for Chloe for a year and a half, right out of college. So. So in my head, you know, as a parent, I go, you got to apply yourself. You, you know, you won't get the job if you don't apply and, and you, you won't get a yes if you never ask. And all those stupid things that you are, you're supposed to say to your kids. Yep. I told them that. And then she ended up getting all these wonderful, crazy, crazy story jobs. You know, um, it's, it's interesting you say that because uh, it, it reminds me of me growing up. Um, although I had, <laughs> I didn't have a dad. Um, and so I certainly had a few areas that were a bit gray, a bit, a few gray lines that I was, yeah. uh, coloring in. And, but, but the good thing was my mum was doing the same thing. She was saying, you can do whatever you put your mind to, you know, sure. and, and I have done a hell of a lot over these 40 plus years. And, and, it, and it's a great thing, as you said, you know, uh, being able to, and like I'm sure you feel like, yes, you didn't do the work, but you, right. you did something, you planted a seed, you know, and, and that has grown. And I think that's such a beautiful gift to give a child um, who becomes a, an adult. Yeah, but then it comes back to you, right? Because I it sit does. there, it's literally every time I go, man, I'm going to reach out to this person, but they're, they're not going to say yes. Yeah. Why would they say yes? You know, and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm talking to them. I, I, I got, a, I got a, a, a message today. I'm still blown away. I can't tell you, but he, he didn't say yes, but he, we're, we're talking. And I'm like, I've been watching this guy on TV for 40, 50 years. You know? And I'm like, holy shit. Like, Is it Chuck Norris? No, that'd be cool. <laughs> Actually, I, I could get him. Pro- I don't know. Because some of the jiu-jitsu guys, that, I, I used to train with John Machado and the Machado brothers yeah. who trained Chuck in jiu-jitsu. And then uh, Dan Santo, who was Bruce Lee's student, used to train with us. Wow. So I, I actually, I, I never, I met Dan Asanto. I actually trained with him, but I never met Chuck, but yeah. Oh, so wow. there, there, there's a lot of little, I don't know, a lot of things that you can use, you know, and, and I'm sure you're, you've been successful with your, your, your coaching career and you just kind of, the, the salesman aspect of my job and my, of my last 30 years of professional life have really helped me in my podcast world. 
you know, I had to, I, I do everything, you know, the website, I, I did the, my daughter did the website for me at first and I took it over. And then I, I actually hired somebody to, to set it up. And now I, I do all the input. I do all the editing. I do all of the, the typing, all the, I do, it's, it's a one man shop. So, oh, so long term with the podcast. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting, I get yeah. asked all the time. You know, you should know, yeah. I'll monetize you it. Do. What's up? I'll tell you what you should do. Okay. You should get an intern. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that's, what, get an intern. That's, that's so funny. Probably. I tell, I used to tell my daughter that all the time. I go, I go, so what are you doing for Kim, you know, or Chloe? Well, you know, I, they, they couldn't go to the grocery store. You know, I mean, yeah. unless, so you, they didn't get gas. So, I mean, my daughter filled up their cars with gas. I, my daughter was driving around in her Rolls Royce. I'm like, I won't let you drive my Jeep, wow. you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I go, God, but I need somebody, you know, pick up dry cleaning, doing all that stuff you hate to do. They they got, that's what they did. So, yeah, I always said the same thing. I said, man, I should have hired you as an intern, got it for free. Absolutely. I had yeah. a I had a magazine publishing business um, when I was 28, 29, and I had no money. And <laughs> yeah. I had a friend give me a bit of a, um, he injected a little bit of money into the business. We were business partners, but we didn't have a lot. And I was thinking, how am I going to hire all these writers and these photographers and these editors? And I thought, oh, why don't I contact the universities and see if anyone yep. needs like kind of like an intern, to give them some experience. And it was incredible. And they were so enthusiastic and they did incredible work, you know, and they 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 treated, and like I gave them each, like in the magazine, I gave them each a section that they could look sure. after and it was their baby. And and they did. They treated it like gold, you know. And yeah. But, but that's the thing, I think, in, and I'm not, I know it's a bit of a joke, but it's not a joke, is. No, it's know, not. It's something I've been thinking about. You want to scale things and you want to monetize it. Yeah, having people do the things that you don't mind doing at the moment is going to free. Oh, I mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I <Okay>. mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mind. If I could just talk to people, I'd be set. Yeah, well, you should, and you will. Yeah. But but I think that's the point, right? Is that as you're working through this, um, and I think that's where some people get stuck. And I certainly yeah. find it in my in my role in in helping people is people get overwhelmed. You know, and like you said, Absolutely. it's just like you said to your daughter, you've just got to put yourself out there. You just got to have a go. And if you don't apply, you won't know. But people get stuck thinking about the big picture. They think about this. How yeah. am I going to get there? How about yeah. you just start here? How about you just how about you just figure out what is what is the name of the podcast? Oh, <laughs> you know, and then and then totally agree. To, yeah, I get hit up. I, I it's interesting because I. I get podcasters that will reach out to me on Instagram and say like, oh my God, how did you get, it, you know, and it's interesting. Like if I were to talk to somebody from the all blacks, right? People in Australia, New Zealand would be like, oh, yeah. but people in the States would be like, who, what, where, what? Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's interesting because like I've talked to Olympic athletes and, and gold medalists and, but you, I tell somebody else, I like, never heard of them. I'm like, well, you know, they were kind of a big deal. Won a gold medal. Dancing with the Stars. Never heard of her. I'm like, okay. Oh, he, this guy was a world, three-time world champ, ice skater. No, never heard of him. So it's for me, like Tawny Katain, like you never heard of her. You know, no. but in my head, she was big. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, it's interesting because 
to have my daughter be the reason why I can't, you know, or the reason why I do what I do to a certain extent, you know, because I would have never reached out to all these celebrities thinking they would have talked to me until I went, oh, how did my daughter meet all these people? I mean, I get crazy stories, meeting the president of Apple. And, you know, you can imagine the circle of the Kardashian lifestyle oh, and being. Absolutely. You know, yeah. so the people she met and she's like, oh, you'll like this one because you're my age, right? So she goes, I met somebody that you would have liked today. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so they're old, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I go, okay. I go, who? I go, well, she goes, I was there to drop off something for, for his daughter, which is Kim's friend. And I go, well, but I can't remember his name. You'll remember him. You'll get mad at me. I go, okay. Uh, well, who's the daughter? She goes, uh, Sophie Winkler. I go, you met the oh, Fonz today. Yeah, the Fonz. <laughs> you met the Fonz. <laughs> I go, I go, how was it? So it was Henry Winkler, you know, uh, yeah. he's playing with his granddaughter. I go, how was he? Super nice, like super chill. Like, can I get you anything? Like, super nice guy. Because she was just over dropping something off that Kim needed Sophie to get. So just weird. I could tell you some, there's some good stories. That's incredible. So, yeah. And, and, you know, I think, um, and I, I, I would dare say that your daughter has also inspired you. you know? Absolutely. To, to reach out more and yeah uh, anything's you know. possible but you know this is the power of relationships and I just did a, a post on it the other day which is a lot of the time it it can be like you, you can get into more doors by knowing someone who knows someone as in people feel yeah. more comfortable that oh, okay you know that person and they're referring you to me so it's worth my time to have a even a couple of minute uh, conversation with you to work out whether yeah. I want to do something. That's why I started the website. Okay, gotcha. It's, lit it's literally why. I, so I didn't have the website till last year. Yep. And uh, I was starting, I was probably around 80, 90 episodes. And, you know, when you go on a, 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 a Apple broadcast browser or whatever, it's hard to find all your old episodes. And uh, and so I had some people say, hey, you need to get a landing page. You know, it's like a business card for for the digital age. Yeah. And I go, all right. I don't know anything about websites, nothing. So I call up my daughter. Hey, I need help. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she goes, all right. Do you want it free? Do you want this? And we we, we worked on it, and uh, she set it up, and then I managed it, and I got multiple guests because they saw, like you were just saying, I, I got uh, Dennis Franks, who um, there was a movie called Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. He played yeah. a Philadelphia Eagle. Yep. So. Vince Papali, Mark Wahlberg's character's roommate in that movie was Dennis Franks in the real in real life. Yep. So I reached out to Dennis Franks and he said yes to being on the show. So I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Because I, I love that movie. Yeah. I, and he's a public speaker and he's traveling around. And so I, I put him on my website. And then Pete Koch, who played for the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. uh, saw that. And he, he knows Dennis Franks and saw that I interviewed Dennis. So he agreed to be on my show because he saw that I, did, I interviewed Dennis. Well, Pete Koch, have you ever seen Heartbreak Ridge with yeah. Clint Eastwood? So he yep. was Swede. He was Swede, the big guy. Yep. And uh, he's, he lives maybe 10 miles away from me. You know, trains at Venice Beach still at the, at the uh, Gold's Gym and all that. And he's a personal trainer. And and we we still stay in touch once in a while. But it's like you just said, it's all because of he felt comfortable doing my show because of this. And then I got probably three Olympic athletes all because Meryl Davis said yes. Because Meryl Davis was a gold medalist and won Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And so when I put her up on my page, the other Olympic athletes that I'd reached out to all went, oh, well, you interviewed her. 
So <laughs> I didn't even win a gold medal. So, you know, it kind of like, it's kind of interesting that way. It so. is. It is. I think it's that um, by association. Yeah. By association. <clears throat> actually, I was yeah. going to recommend someone. He's not actually a friend as such, but we communicate every now and again via Instagram. And I'm sure you know the name, John Wayne Parr, uh-huh. 10, t- 10 times world champion kickboxer yeah. uh, or Muay Thai kickboxer. Um, he has traveled, I think, 80 different countries. Uh, I think he would be a great person for your show. Yeah. I, I'll, um, I'll reach out to him and let him know I've just been on, or we've just had you on my podcast. And yeah, yeah. Suggest he comes on yours because you're an MMA enthusiast or you're Brazilian sure. jiu-jitsu. Um, and he and he's I don't know if you've ever do you follow him at all? No. I, I I've seen him fight, but I don't I don't follow him. Okay. So. Well he's got he's got three kids and uh, no, sorry, he's got four. One, two, three. Oh, I think he's got four. Anyway, um one of them, one of them is a Muay Thai kickboxer, the other three are Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And oh, I mean go. really good. Uh really good, especially his uh, six-year-old, she is incredible. <laughs> and Jesse, Jesse James, he, um, yeah, he's he's about to take over his dad, I think, in in uh, especially in medals. But yeah, but it'll be incredible That's to watch those stuff. kids. But but John Wayne Parr, I, I know you'll love having him on the show because he is hilarious. He's been on, I think he's been on Joe Rogan's show. Um, he's kind of connected with Joe, and yeah. uh, and I okay. reckon he'd be a great guest for your show. Considering that you know I'm the first Australian that you've spoken to, exactly, uh, podcast-wise, and yep. uh, I reckon he would be a great person to fit in with the, you know, with the caliber, not just the caliber, but even the fact that he has oh, no, travelled yeah. a lot with um with and his- kids. I mean, one of the one of the main questions I ask, especially well, you have to have a kid, but is how do you balance, you know, musicians I talk to, some are on the road 250 to 280 days a year. That's seven to eight, nine months that they're on the yeah. road, you know. So, like, how do you how do you have a home life? You know, how do you, you know, get your you know? And if you have kids, forget about it. I mean, I, like I've missed. I go to the rodeo every year for my day job in Vegas, and it's almost always during my my oldest daughter's birthday. So for eleven years, I've missed my daughter's birthday. Oh wow! You know, it's just one of the things. It's one of the sacrifices, you know. Yeah. So I talked. I talked to a lot of people, especially my my guests with kids about. How do you balance it? How do you, you know, and if John's got four kids and three, you know, that, and he wants to be active and they're staying busy, I'm sure I remember when my kids were doing sports, it's like, oh, every weekend, every night and every weekend. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, he sounds like he, he'd be a great guest. Yeah, I mean, both he and his wife are world champion um, Muay Thai kickboxers. Uh, and his wife, Angie, she, um, I think she is the main... <laughs> person looking out for things yeah. um and they have a they have a gym that they run down on the gold coast here in in queensland so he's only down the road from me okay um but yeah i think he'll be a great guest so i'm gonna i'm gonna i need you to, I, need, I need you to open up your country i have two guests that are australian that have, have put me off because they can't work right now oh okay because they can't travel <laughs> well i don't have any ties in the government unfortunately but uh <laughs> but if i did i'd definitely do it for you but no i uh you know i think actually it's it's a good time for some people though being in lockdown like in i'm in queensland here uh-huh. uh and in sydney and melbourne which is uh, two major cities um they're in lockdown and uh but for some people 
they're finding it, it is a great time to do these type of things, do podcasts or yeah. interviews, because what else are they doing? <laughs> oh, my, my, I tell you, you know, yeah. the, I always joke. I always joke with people pre-COVID was, you know, the, the best part of my job is I get to talk to people that travel for work. The worst part is they're traveling for work. Yeah. So I, I, there are people I've tried getting hold of for a year, literally. Wow. Uh, musicians that were on the road. And they're like, yeah, I'll be here. I talked to one guy, and he, he's probably the wealthiest guy I've had on the show. Uh, private planes, several yachts, that type, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars. Wow. He's like, oh, I'm going to Nepal, but then I'm taking my boat back to, to Milan, and then I'm going to be up in Toronto. And I mean, and he wasn't bragging. He was, he's like, I'm trying to, let me see when I can fit you in, but here's my schedule, so it's going to be a little tough. He wasn't like bragging. He was just saying, yeah. how, how do I fit you in? I'm like, I don't have that problem. <laughs> I'm not going to Nepal. I'm not going to Milan. I'm not going to Toronto for a basketball game. It's when the Raptors were playing for the championship. And I'm like, you know, wow. first, been, first world problems. That would have been problems. a great game to go to. You went to a mall. <laughs> you went to a mall, yeah. Well, I, I, especially the final one would have been incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to think who the uh, who's that R&B guy or the, the Canadian guy that is quite influential in Toronto. Uh, can't think of his name. I can see his face, but anyway, I'll think of it later. Younger guy, Justin Bieber, or no, no, not not Bieber. No, he's um, not African. He's not African descent, but um, I can't think of what nationality he. I mean, he's Canadian, but yeah. I can't think of. Ah, oh, don't you hate Neo? that? No, not Neo. But you're on the right track. Drake. Um, Drake. Drake. Yeah. Drake. Yeah, because I think Drake has something to do with the the Raptors. I don't think he owns them, but he, I, don't know. I, think, I think he has something to do with them. And I, I'm sure he was celebrating like you wouldn't believe because I know he has clubs in Toronto. Um, have you noticed, uh, can, I, can I ask you one question? You talked yeah. to a lot of business owners. Yeah. Almost, ev almost everybody I talk to has multiple things going on. Yep. I mean, it's not, it's, it's so rare for me to say, well, this is what I do and this, this is my job. And then I come home and that's it. I mean, everyone's like, well, I got this, but then I'm going to start this. And then I've kind of got this going on and I've got a nutrition company over here and I, I'm going to do some ab racing over here. I'm going to do this, you know, so NWA is the wrestling that's Nick Aldis, who's the champ, who is Mickey James's husband. He's yep. the heavyweight, heavyweight champ NWA, you know, who owns NWA, the new world Alliance wrestling. No. Uh, Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, wow. The lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins bought the NWA because he loves wrestling. Wow. So he, 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 that's his baby. Yeah. And I'm like, who would have thought like the lead singer of the, of the Pumpkins was a wrestling fan. So he bought a wrestling organization and now that's he's crazy. doing all the promos and all that with them. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, crazy. It, I mean, yeah, when, I mean, The Rock, he's got, uh, you know, his finger in a, a lot of different pies yeah. <laughs> as well. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, you're right, with business people that, uh, that I talk to, and I think the thing is it's, you know, you don't put all your eggs in the one basket because sure. like something like COVID, you know, if it happens where that particular thing is really affected, then what are you going to rely on, you know, so having yeah. some other things that are going. But I think the important part to that, um, and this is from talking to very high level, um, like Jeff Hoffman, founder of Priceline, um, you know, Kevin Harrington, the original Shark Tank. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, that, they'll say to you that it's, it's, really about, it's really about getting a gold medal 
in whatever field or whatever it is that you actually are doing first, get that gold medal, become that champion of whatever it is. Yeah. Then you have the ability to diversify because you're, you're well known for that one thing. And I think it's, it's, a re- it's a really good idea, you know, as in, as an example, you know, you're doing this podcast. Um, yeah. That could be the one really amazing thing. And it already looks like it is becomes that one amazing thing that, you know, that you become really well known for. And then you get to do other things because yeah. of that. Same with um, Billy Corrigan of Smashing Pumpkins. He's, you know, got some money and things are going well with that. He's got that, that thing and people yeah. are known for that and he's able to diversify. So, yeah, a lot of business people are thinking that way. And, uh, but I think it is important to be, yeah, to really get what the first thing or the main thing that you're doing to get that going really well. Yeah. So that you can. And that's why scaling is so important rather than just being, like you said before, the one man band <laughs> doing everything. Oh, yeah. And I know it. I know it. I'm, I'm in the midst of getting a new uh, assistant at the moment because, yeah, there's just too much. You know, you, I mean, I've got uh, coaching and then I've got um, podcast, books, speaking, yeah. you know, and whatever Son. else. Oh yeah, son. I'm a, I'm a dad as well for a little boy. No wife at the moment. Um, oh, so, okay. Yeah, taking applications. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, no. Look, I've really loved having you on the show. What I'd love to ask you for the final question sure. is: What's one piece of advice that perhaps you would have loved to have received as a younger man that you think will be really helpful for anyone watching today? Yeah, uh, boy. There's or listening because yeah. I might be listening to it later. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, you know, it's interesting because because you can anybody over forty can kind of relate to this. I mean, what we're doing here now, talking from Australia to, to Los Angeles, California, live, couldn't happen ten years ago, much less twenty or thirty, right? So thirty years ago, in my early twenties, I was just a dumb kid. I mean, I really feel that way. It's like I worked hard and I woke up every day and did my job and and I got better at it and all that. But I mean, like. This wasn't po- it wasn't humanly possible. I mean, I, I just checked today, Brett, because I added two more countries. But like, my show's been listened to in 135 countries. I'm not a, a radio DJ. I'm not a disc jockey. I this is just a, a hobby of mine. You know, some people go fishing. Some people go boating. Some people go scuba diving. You know, they have their. Ho- this is my hobby, right? But I've, I've reached out to 135 different countries now. You know, and. And, and hundreds of thousands of people. So it's like the advice I, I would have given myself, you know, 30 years ago didn't exist. But I would tell the kids now, and this is what I, I tell my daughters and their friends, is open your head, open your mind. Like you don't have to just do X, Y thing. And and more than likely, it's very rare now that I meet people that went to college for one thing for for a field, and they still do it 30 years later. Very rare. I just didn't read a comedian. He'll be on in, in a week. He, he graduated in communications and journalism, and he became a stand-up comic. But he's been doing it his whole his whole life. He's never had another job. But that's rare. I mean, that's very, very, very rare. So I, I always tell people, uh, you know, I'm a Gary Vee fan, and, uh, and I listened to him a lot more before I started the podcast. Um, he's literally the reason why I started the podcast because he was talking about Anchor at the time, Anchor.fm, which I don't use anymore, so I don't mind talking about it. But uh, he's, hey, you could start for free, you know? 
If you're over 40, think of all the experience you have over those 20-year-olds. That you know, you didn't know how to drive a car, and you learned, you figured it out. So don't tell me you don't know how to use a computer. Or, or you know, and I'm like, oh man, he's talking right to me. I mean, right to me, because those are all my excuses, right? I don't know how to record yeah. myself. I don't know how to do any of that. And um, I would say, listen to people uh, that are at where you want to be. Meaning, you know, if you're not around a bunch of successful people. You know, you're 22, you're probably not around a bunch of successful people. You know, you're around a bunch of dumb kids like yourself. Listen to Gary Vee's. Listen to uh, Eric, Thomas. Uh, anybody that motivates you to do better in your life, listen to them until you get your own circle of friends that push you up. You know, because, like, if you think about it, like, when you're 22, because what, what's the saying? You, you are the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with. But if all your friends are 20, 21, 22, and they're all just having J-O-Bs and trying to date girls, this and that, then that's what you become. And if, that, if you want more, then it, you're not going to hang out with Gary Vee, but you can listen to him, right? And so I surrounded myself with that, that kind of thing, Tony Robbins and, and the people that can just kind of put you in that, in that right mindset. And that's what a business coach, I would think, does. You know, it's like everybody should have a coach. Yeah. I agree. I mean, Michael Jordan has a coach. LeBron James has a coach. You know, the All Blacks, the best rugby team in the world, has a coach. You know, everybody can can can, can benefit from a coach, and that, that that's how I looked at Gary Vee, and that's how I looked at those guys. Now, I don't. I'm. I listen to less of their content, but I love what Gary said. Gary's the one that said, "I want you to be so successful you can't listen to me anymore." <laughs> that's good. I'm like, yeah. all right, you know, <laughs> because uh, it, it yeah, with, with your own dream. So, uh, and look, I really love what you said. And I, I love that you brought up Gary Vee. And we didn't mention Lewis Howes, who you won a yeah. competition to be on one of five it's, people it's crazy. to be on his show. And, uh, you know, and you could say those things were luck, but I would dare say those things are I, destiny. I showed up. I, I, I feel that same way about the podcast. You know, I, before I, I started the podcast in May of 2017, I met Gary in February of 2017. And it was all because he said, hey, I'm giving away my... my, my um, sneaker. My, my 001, my crush it sneak, crushing it sneaker. My first one, K-Swiss, did 400 pair. He gave out 100 pair in Los Angeles. 100, well, he didn't give out, but he gave out raffle tickets to buy them. 100 in LA, 100 in Toronto, 100 in London, and 100 to his friends. And I'm like, I could, babe, I think I'm gonna go, you know, because it was it was four half hour away. Yeah. He goes, yeah, all right, go for it, you know. So I went down there, sat forever. I swear I'd never do it again. Um, <laughs> and uh, but I I got the I got the I got the raffle, so I got the shoe, and everyone was talking about how they're how they're gonna resell them, flip them. I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna wear it, you know. So <laughs> yeah, I I'll tell you. You still got them. Hey, there it is. All right. There's his signature. I don't know if you can't you can't see it with the. Can't quite see it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah, awesome. It's right there. I wear him. There so, you go. Uh, uh, so I yeah. So I I met him and I was like, oh, this kind of worked out pretty good. And at the time, I I at the at that time I hadn't even thought about a podcast, unfortunately. And uh, so I had nothing to talk to him about. I just wanted to meet him. Yeah. And uh, man, like like uh, so I started the show and then. October of that same year, I think Lewis did his his giveaway. I never heard of Lewis until I watched Gary on Lewis's show. 
Yeah. And Lewis was doing a giveaway, and uh, I looked it up, and there was only one more left. He'd given out four of the five. And so I entered my name, and like three days later, I get an email. You won. I'm like, won what? You know, I was like, what are you talking about? And uh, I, I do. I, I think it's somewhat destiny. You know, just like Swish Parker. You know, the odds of me looking to see who liked my post and it being an NBA player that I recognize, and then he said, you know, it's just things have just worked out. You know, my my um, my theme song. I asked Steve Stevens, and I said, "Hey, um, how important do you think a theme song is?" And he's like, "Because he I was using different songs, I was using different people's music uh, for my intro. Because yep. you should you should stick with one." And uh, I go, well, "Okay." He goes, "Send me what you have," because my daughter and I worked on a track on on GarageBand, and uh, and I liked it. And he goes, "Send it over to me, and let me see if I can play with it." Send it over to him that night, and I'm I'm like texting my daughter, going, "I, I need to, I need all the tracks." You know, he told me exactly what he needed. So, and I don't know. He's like, he needed every track broken down on a separate file. Yep. And then, um, so so I, my daughter sends it to me. This is on a Friday night, and I'm like, now you know we're in COVID when my twenty at the time twenty four twenty five year old daughter's at home on a Friday night. I'm at home on a Friday night, and Steve's at home on a Friday night. You know, because we were all locked down at the time. Yeah. And that's the benefit of the COVID, right? Yeah. So I sent it to him and he goes, yeah, this is something I can mess with. And he goes, let me, let me do some things with it. And, uh, man, like three in the morning, I get an email with the finished, finished version. He goes, Hey, this is what I came up with. Let me know what you think of it. I was like, Fuck, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, I got a Grammy award. He wrote the theme song for Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah. Top Gun, you know, and I'm like, yeah, this will do Steve. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I was just like, I go, can I use it? And can I say that you helped me write it? You know, he goes, yeah, you know, because I didn't know if he wanted credit for something that's that stupid. Yeah. You know, it's a minute long, you know. And he just added, he he cleaned it up and then he added um, an acoustic guitar track to it. And uh, with some arpeggio, I mean, really nice. And I was just like, yeah, it is nice. Uh, like, I've, like, I've listened to it a few times now. So yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely. I've, I've listened to it in my car. It's like just, just the <laughs> song. I can't believe Steve Stevens helped me write it, you know. Yeah. So, well and that and that I can say he helped me write it. Do so. you know? I, I just want to finish off here, which is yes, sir. Um, which is uh, you know we we connected. We had sort of been connecting on Instagram, just yeah, you know, uh, time to time. But that one thing you said to me, which is this is the this is the thing that I sorry this post was the reason why I started the podcast, and that was for me the trigger for me to go, oh, maybe I should get you on my podcast. You know, and so that's what it is. I knew you said that before. Like sometimes, yeah. you know, you hear a song or you get an idea. They're the times that you act on it, right? Yeah. They're the times that you make a decision and move forward, not make a decision and think, yeah, that's that's a great idea. Maybe I'll do something with, with that. <laughs> I'll do something with that someday. Actually, I'm going to tell you one thing. This might actually be something really useful for you. Yeah. Which is, have you ever read this book? Think and Grow Rich yeah. uh-huh. by Napoleon Hill. About 25 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Well, I've had that book for about that long. <laughs> yeah. And I had a book in the introduction. I hadn't read any. hadn't read any of it. Um, three years ago, I started reading. I've read it over 21 times now. And when I first read it, the, the thing that really stuck in my mind was he said of the 500 of the most successful people that he interviewed back in those days, which it was the early 1900s, and that, that included Henry Ford and Thomas Edison, was he said the only thing 
literally the only thing that they all agreed upon is they all made very quick decisions and they changed their mind slowly, if at all. Whereas what he discovered with people who didn't have the same success is they took a long time to make up their mind. In fact, some of them didn't even make a decision. If they did, however, make a decision, they changed their mind frequently all the time. Now, I know that verbatim because that really stuck in my mind because I knew I was the latter. I was the idiot that was not (laughs) making decisions or taking too long. And then definitely, I I jokingly say these days, I used to be the king of quitting. I would quit. As soon as those excuses would roll around long enough in my head, I would make the decision, oh, this isn't the right way for me, rather than sticking with my commitment. And so I made a definite decision early on in this part of my life to stick to my commitments and it's paid off in dividends, you know, and I feel like you probably do a similar thing. Very similar. Yeah. When we make that decision, well, that's, that's it. Unless there's something, you know, over a bit of time I can see. One of the examples he gives is Henry Ford. He said with the model T Ford um, car, there was a particular point um, in the, they had this new model they wanted to bring out and Henry Ford kept putting it off. And he said, you know, this is selling fine. <laughs> like just let, just keep selling yeah. this one. And it took him a long time to stop the Model T4, the original one, from being sold. And, you know, and Napoleon says, you know, whether that was, you know, stubbornness or whether that was that idea that, you know, you take right. a while to make up your mind as to change and to do the, new, the next thing. So that's what I want to leave you with. No, I pre- you know, it's interesting you said it because, uh, it, it, um, I'm my goal was to do one a week, right? I mean, I, I tried to do an episode one a week, and I remember the first year I was having a hard time. Sometimes it was like I'm supposed to re- release an episode on Monday, and it'd be like Saturday. I'm like, I don't have anybody, you know. That's what I'm like. Let me see who I know on my my list, you know, because it was like, man, I, I got to figure this out. And um, yeah, I. I the thing with podcasting, and this probably relates to a lot of business, is I just didn't quit. You know what I mean? And and I can tell you my day job, my sales and my day job have never been better. I'm having my best year in the history of my life this year. Last year was the best year I'd ever had prior to that, and the year prior to that was the best year I'd ever had. And so, and people are like, because that's the number one question is, well, how's your how's your job doing? Yeah. My I, I'm a hundred percent over where I was at last year, year to date, a hundred percent. Wow. And, and last year was the best year I ever had. So, you know, I, you sit there and you go, what are the, the potentialities of, of I, I'm more focused now. Mm-hmm. So like I have to do my day job so I can get my podcast in. So I got to take care of my wife and we got to do our, our date nights and that, this kind of thing. So everything's kind of prioritized that way, you know? And I think that's really been a huge help. And so being busier actually made me more productive. If that sounds, yeah. you know, because then I don't mind. You know, you sit and watch TV and you watch the football game. I haven't watched a football, a full football game in like two years. You know, you so. know can I can I give you uh, my thought on that? Is that yeah. you're inspired, right? You're inspired, and when we're when we're inspired and when we're doing something we're more passionate about, the other things tend to work well. As well, the other the other right. parts in our life that might have been starting to <laughs> fade a bit start to get a you know start to get a lift back up. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me what you're saying, but um, yeah, because people would think, oh, you know, you're busy with that. How are you getting the main thing, the part that 
puts the bread on the table, so to speak. Um, but you're right. It's uh, it's brilliant. Well, what's, okay. what's Gary say? You know, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. What, what does Gary say? Well, no, you know, he says, you, you, when you go out to eat dinner, you don't eat, get, eat just a steak. You get the sides, you get, you know, you get the, the salad, you get the soup, you get the breadsticks, you get all that stuff. But I mean, so you got to eat the steak, but you can still eat some other things once in a while. So my day job is my steak and I make sure I feed it and I eat it. And that's, that's the one that, that I need to eat. And then I'll eat, you know, I got, I got roller skating. I got my photos. I got my daughter's. You know, you got all these other things that you can still do. You just got to be more productive with it. I, I loved seeing you out roller skating. I thought that was great. Yeah. <laughs> On a side note. I, I, thought, I, have oh. to show you, I have to show you some of the falls. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, in my heyday, uh, from the age of 17 to 20, probably, um, I used to be a rollerblader. I used to do oh, wow. demonstrations okay. and stuff. So, yeah, so... Uh, you know, and I, and more recently, I've got a couple of skateboards, and I don't mind going for a skate. Yeah. And uh, you know, and it's interesting because some people who are our age will go, "Oh, what are you doing that for? Aren't you too old yeah. for that?" I get that all the time. Yeah, it's like, well, when I stop doing that's probably when I'm too old. You know, when I yeah. decide, oh, I'm I'm too old to do it. But I think it keeps us young. You know, it keeps most, us- most of the people I, we skate with, my wife and I, that we skate with on a, on a regular basis, are younger than my daughters. Yeah. I mean, they're literally younger than my kids. <laughs> so, and, and so it's it's interesting. I went to the skate park a couple of weeks ago, and I think there was one girl that was probably in her thirties, and everyone else is in their twenties, younger than my my daughters. So, yeah. but you're right. I mean, whatever. No, it is. You know, if you enjoy doing something, just bloody yeah. do it. Bloody do it. I saw actually, um, uh, and actually, someone else shared it on Instagram. Uh, a guy who would have been in his eighties or nineties. Um, doing some tricks on a skateboard, you know, in I think in, in yeah. New York, and uh, and he was killing it. Doesn't matter how old you are, just if there's something you enjoy doing, keep doing it. And I think that does keep us young. Yeah, I I, I think also. I, see, I could, as you know, I could talk. <laughs> uh, we when you look back at some of the old shows, and like we've been watching Love Boat, and you watch some of the, the old stars that were fifty. When they did that show, and I remember thinking at the, when I was a teenager, going, "God, they're so old." You know what I mean? And now I'm in my fifties, and I'm like, "I'm not that old." You know, I still want to get out and do things. So I, it's it's interesting. Like, I and I know my kids are like, "Ah, old man," you know. But I, you know, my daughter went rollerblading with us a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, and look, it, it is you. You just tapped on something which I've been thinking about is you know where, yes, we get older, as in we look older. But we're yeah. still the same person inside, and yeah. when when you're younger, you don't understand that. You think, no, they're just old. <laughs> they're just old people. They're just old. But yeah. uh, but when you get to a bit older and you're a bit more mature and you you're really using your mind and really thinking, yeah, you go, you know what? I still f- like the person I am. I still feel like the twenty something year old. I maybe don't feel yeah. like the teenager, but you know, I still feel like I'm in my twenties until I fall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, healing, okay. heal, healing sucks. <laughs> I mean, I, things that I used to fall when I was in my 20s, you know, and you'd, be, you'd get up and go, oh, I'm good. Now it's like, oh, you know, a week later, oh, yeah, still sore. Yeah, uh, we, we probably, okay, you're probably right. Like the body doesn't bounce back as, yeah. well, as, as well. I still as, do it, but it just yeah. takes a while to heal. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, at least yeah. you're out there doing it, right? Um, gotcha. And look, Pete, I've loved this. I've loved this show. I've definitely gone longer than I normally do, but no worries. I appreciate your time and your energy. Yeah. And uh, and if there's anything I can do for you, and don't worry, I haven't forgotten John Wayne Parr. I'm going to make it happen. He um, he loves doing shows and he loves talking and he's Not really perfect. funny. He yeah. Wait till you hear some of the stuff. And if you start following him, you'll see some really hilarious stuff that he shares. Good. And that'll be another connection to Australia. And, exactly. You know, Ten times world champion. There's not too many of those going around. So I hear you, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, my friend. Really yeah. appreciate you. And uh, I'm sure we'll have, I'll pop your show in the chat. Okay. Um, and so people can check it out, check out different episodes. And, uh, and if there's anything I can do for you otherwise, make sure you let me know. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it, Brett. I'm sure we'll talk again. We will, 100%. (laughs) I'm trying to end it. Okay. (laughs) Cheers, Pete. All right, buddy. And as they say in show business, that's a wrap. Well, I truly hope you enjoyed this episode and remember to subscribe and click on the bell to stay tuned for the next installment. And remember, as I always say, leave at least one person today with the impression of increase. That means have them leaving you feeling better off having spent time with you than not. And hopefully that's exactly what I've done with you today.